There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com. It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. Hey, it's Amy Castles. Boom, hey. Yeah, boom. What up? Well, it's always like that intro plays and then it's like, hi, it's Amy Castles. Uh, yo, what up? It's Amy. After 30 times, you still get. <laughs> oh, I thought I put my phone on silent. Put you the silence phone. your phones, please, ma'am. Yeah. Okay. We've got the phone on silent. Have you ever been that one guy in church that where your phone rings and it's like right during prayer, closing no. or opening? I turn I've, it on vibrate. I've I've had it happen before. Just like one time and I was mortified. I've so, had it sitting in the chair loosely and it vibrates and goes, but I've uh, never had like the ding. <laughs> Did you like that? I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. That was on our podcast. I'm talking about church. Okay. Be more you know for what? You. you know, we'll just move on, move on. So last week we had Marlies on and that was a really great podcast. I actually enjoyed podcast? listening. Pop, pop, podcast. I enjoyed listening to it and learning. I haven't listened to it yet, but I enjoyed being there. While we are in the podcast, it's funny because while we're recording this, you just never know how these are going to turn out. And I got really worried. I was like, oh, I think we went all over, all over the page. But after the finished product came out, it was like, it's so smooth and it you really do learn a lot. So why are you lowering your chair so much? 
I don't know. The microphone is really low today. Well, you so, got to lift your chair up. You look like Pee Wee compared to me. I'm just trying to be beneath you, honey. Mic up. I'm trying to allow you the stage. Oh, thank you. Okay, so Trey's sitting. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see Trey's. He looks like a, a little four-year-old <laughs> sitting in a chair here. Why are you going four? Why can't I be like a seven-year-old? <laughs> but before that, I was in Portland, and we actually recorded the podcast earlier in the week whenever we had Lacey Seeker on with the Cahoots Project. But it was so much fun going to Portland. I went with my friend, my best friend, and I have two best friends, Brittany. Hey, Brittany. And Amanda. And Amanda came with me. And we went with my mom. And I have to say, it was so much fun without you, Trey. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I wasn't going to say it out loud, but I had an absolute blast with the kids, unchaperoned and unsupervised at home. It's so... (sighs) It was amazing, actually. Well, I had an amazing time. (laughs) I think that it is so healthy to leave town with just your friend or your mom or maybe your oldest child, or just get out. Just get out because you know what? I love going on vacations with you, and but guys like to go to point from point A to point B. I can't do some of the things you do like, on vacation. You're like, okay, where are we going next? And you start to like flare your nostrils a little. You just want to float. You want to go. I don't know. Let's just go. And then I see something, and I want to go do that. You can't handle it. Do that. You just can't just just drive. Me. So when Amanda and I were there, we were like, okay, we're going to go from, we were at the beach and we're going to go from Newport and we're going to go to drive all the way to the next town. And then we're like, yeah, we got to get there before they close all the shops. Everything closes at like five. And then it was 420 and we would have been there by 430, but we saw a Goodwill boutique and we were like, Goodwill boutique and turned around and stopped over there. And I, if I would have been like, uh-uh, no. You would have been so frustrated, like, wait, 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 no. What why, are we doing? Why are you changing the plan? You can't handle it. I can. I choose not to. Well, I think, but I think that's a guy thing. Like, y'all want to know where we're going from point A to point B. And if there's deviations from it, you kind of get your your little boxers in a wide. I think it's because there's things that we do knowingly for you are for our spouses that we don't want to do. And so we want to know exactly what it is so we can be prepared of when it's going to be over. (laughs) Okay. Well, (laughs) another thing that I think that was amazing about just getting out of town, and this doesn't have to be going to some state that's like five states away. It could be to the next town over. It's just, just letting go. You get a chance. Like I had a chance to miss you. Like by the time I came back, I actually finally missed you. I'm kidding. That was sweet. (laughs) I did miss you like the first day. But I think having a vacation away from your spouse gives you a chance to make me miss you. I mean, the abstinent is it? Oh, abstinence or abstinence? Abstinence makes the heart. No, it's absence makes the heart grow fonder. I don't actually know. John, can you look that up? Is it absence? It's, it's absence. It is absence. Absence. Abstinence would, oh, yeah. abstinence? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that would be a completely different saying. Yeah. Well, if if someone is That leaving, makes the heart fonder too. <laughs> well, if you're out of town, then you are having abstinence and absence you and go. your heart is growing fond. So my heart grew fond. But yeah. No, yeah. I'm not you know what I'm not going to say. You know, I, I I took the kids to the fair. Um, I went to the county fair that night. I had a, you were a super dad. birthday party with my friends. I went and played golf on Sunday. By Monday, after 
what the sixth day with three kids and trying to do my normal stuff i was like where in the sam hell is this woman well i'm be home i also think it's and it's, it wasn't that we couldn't do it together because i'm glad you had that time it was just like i needed my partner like this was yeah you were this, single dad in it. This was rough. But don't you think it's also healthy for the kids to miss mom? It's good for the kids all to. Of us did. Yeah. It, it's, it offers a different challenge because you see all the things that need to be done and that I just normally do. Or There's definitely a level of appreciation that gets put right in your face. Like, whoa, wait a minute. Some of the things you may take for granted. Some of the things you don't realize are being done behind the scenes. And it's like when it's not being done, you're not there. It's whoa. But it's okay. al- it's also probably a good break too for y'all because I'm like on everybody all the time. Like, pick up your stuff. This put this away. Why are the chairs not pushed in? Oh like, man, we didn't do none of that. It was like mom's gone. As long as this place is put back together before she gets home, we're enjoying this week. Okay, you know what? <laughs> this it this just hit me. That's what you used to do when your parents would go out of town. You would trash oh the place. God, I'd have yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would trash the place. We got so good at literally waiting almost to the last minute before they were going to get home, and then blitz cleaning, like blitz cleaning, like getting things done in hours, not days. Where as soon as you were like picking up that last pillow and putting it on the bed, they were walking in the door, like, "Hey, mom, how you been? Good to see you. Like, welcome home." What was one of the craziest stories about your parents going out of town and a party that y'all had? Um, I would have to say Christmas. Um, my mom was always big on the Christmas tree. It was her favorite thing to have this beautiful flocked tree, and we put the lights on. And you know how my mom is with ornaments. I mean. Yeah. How many ornaments did she down did she give us? Um so we had tons of ornaments on there. Are you saying ornaments? I'm saying what people hopefully can associate with it's what goes on. Ornaments. A tree. Whatever. Ornaments, ornaments. What McDonald's. Washington. You say Ma- Montgomery. Listen, I'm a third generation Texan. Okay. You just got here. Okay. Oh, oh I see. Okay. Yeah. I'm this, originally this from Portland, Portland Oregon. Oregon. Mm-hmm. So let me tell my Christmas story. Okay, go finish. Sorry. Um, Anyway, we had a party. We were fairly intoxicated, and we got into this marshmallow pretzel um, peanut fight. And we were literally throwing it across the house and the rooms, and (laughs) it was everywhere. And I don't know what— You got in a peanut fight? We were throwing pretzels and peanuts at each other. In your house? In in the house, in the living room. And then at some point, somebody got— upset and went to go jump off the back of the couch onto someone's back and they moved and it was a guy named, it was a guy named kelvin jefferson actually and he jumped into the christmas tree and, and basically tackled it um and i mean our jaws okay. dropped we're like how in the heck are we gonna fix this um and I mean, I got a few other stories at different times that were probably a little different. But uh, in that particular moment, we cleaned up the house. We vacuumed up all the pretzels. We got all the peanuts out. And we thought we put that tree back perfect. And my mom and dad get home. And the first thing she looks at, she goes, what happened to my Christmas tree? Mm -mm 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 -mm. I was like, well, about that. And then (laughs) months later she would clean and she'd go behind the curtains and she'd get into the window seals. And she was like, Tracy, why? And I knew if she's calling me Tracy, I was in trouble. Tracy, why do I keep finding peanuts and pretzels all over my house? 
Why is this in the back corner Darn. of this window seal? And who all was involved in that? I can't name all the names because there's several people that don't need to be named. Okay. You're crazy. I, how old were you? Mm, 17, 16, 17, 18. I, I think the best one, though, was... I was never left alone. We had a party like and mm-hmm. one of the guys, a guy named BJ Tonkovich, actually got intoxicated and he rammed his head into my wall in the living room. It was at three o'clock in the morning and my parents were actually coming home the next day at like noon. And I was like, we got to fix this. I got, I got to fix this. So we went to Walmart at probably four 30 in the morning and bought plaster and paint and that mesh wire. And we did a doctor job on that, on that wall. And I didn't have a backing because there wasn't any insulation right there. So we actually got a Cheerio box, a, a, a <laughs> cereal box, and we, we cut it out bigger and we put the cereal box in there and then we put the, the mesh thing on there and then taped and floated it and let it dry and then painted it. And luckily it was behind a little area because we had moved some of the furniture around for whatever reason. And so we moved the furniture back so it hit it. And nobody knew about that until three years later. My mom was in the living room and the sun was hitting on the wall just at the right moment and it had a shadow and she's like, Tracy, what what happened to the wall right there? And it was three years later. I was already in college. I was like, well, about that. Was your sister doing any of this stuff? No, she typically wasn't around. Oh my gosh. If if we did, she'd be in a room or she'd be over at her friend's house. But yeah, she probably wouldn't have let me have those parties. There is no way in hell that I would have... First off, I was never left alone like that. And second off, I mean, before my parents came home, we didn't have people over very often at all. And if we did, I mean, we would have to walk on the outside edge of the carpet to not mess oh, up the man. vacuum marks. Like well, that's how clean we just we got really it. good at cleaning it. Yeah. Now I know why. When I, every time I leave town, you just let the whole house go to crap. And I then, don't let it go to crap. And then y'all clean it up. I See just, what you're teaching our children. First of all, you know what? I, all right. So we're gonna move on. Jeez. I'm just. Gonna, I can't even defend myself. I'm just gonna say that vacationing is very good, even if it's just a weekend. It's good for your soul. It's good for your heart. It's good for your mind. It's good for your, your marriage. marriage. Your jinx. <laughs> it's good for your kids. And that's all I have to say about that. All right. But so the other thing is after going on our vacations, because we went to Mexico and Oregon, we spent a little too much money. Hmm. And so we had to do our budget this last week. And we finally, Saturday, we had to sit down with my computer and go over, like just start from scratch, like, What are all the expenses? Because the reality is we will never be blessed with more if we're not responsible with what we have. And that Mm. is the absolute truth. And we've seen that over and over in our lives. And every time that we get more disciplined with what we are given in any way, we're able to have more. more. But also- But we did simplify our process. We did. We had like six bank accounts, multiple yeah. ways of doing it. We had a grocery card. We had an overflow card. We had a bills card. It was just like stupid. Yeah. Here's the thing. We were trying to use one card for just groceries and then one card for just the extras. And then when that ran out, then we would just wait till the next week. But we never so would wait till the next week. We would transfer. Up. Yeah. We would just transfer one one account to the other. And then it would just, it would not work out in our favor. And then we were all over the place. And Trey and I this year have just really been trying to get ourselves 
Well, I don't know how people stressed. do their budget, but we decided to get an American Express card, yep. a charge card, because that, that has you to be paid to. back every month. You can't run it up. You charge and you pay. And we wanted the points. And then we have our bills. So we have, we spend everything we can on the American Express, and then we have everything going into one account, and everything is on draft, and it's two places to look. And that's it. Not seven. Well, we have to look at financial health as the same as our spiritual health. It's the same. I mean, it's not, I think our spiritual health is the greatest area of our life that we must focus on. That should be our number one, right? Our relationship with God. But our physical health, our mental health is important, emotional health, our financial health. Because if our finances are not good, then we're not very happy emotionally. We're not happy mentally. It affects everywhere. And it's not necessarily being good. I mean, we've been in very tight situations. It's more being structured and under control to where we have a plan. Because yeah, without it that, is. it's chaos and you don't know where things are coming and when they're coming and what you're going to be able to do when you're going to be able to do it. When you sit down and get a handle on it, it's healthy. Whether you're health in abundance of money or health in abundance of structure, you're still on the right path. Well, and it's telling your money where it should go. That is important. And thankfully, we we are debt-free. We became debt-free a while ago, a couple years ago. Oh, Dave Ramsey. Well, thanks, Davey. My name's Dave, and I'm better than I deserve. And <laughs> we have our emergency fund and our savings, and that is good. But we were kind of starting to pull from that savings from things that were not significant, that because we were not loose. telling us loose, because we were not telling our money where it should go. So we had to resort to a discipline that I've been avoiding for a long time. We finally worked it out. And it was kind of silly how I came up with it. But first, let me tell you, Saturday, Trey and I said, we're sitting down and we're doing this. <laughs> and y'all know I've talked a lot about stress and how I felt when my stress level rises, I get a migraine. Go and, and get an ice pack ready. Oh my gosh. I got a migraine on Saturday because I was stressing. I'm so thankful to have recognized where those migraines are coming from because then I can talk about it. And so I was able to talk about it with you. Yeah, we kind of talked through that. Yeah. And then so it was it never it. went full blown migraine. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty good. Because you communicated. But we sat there outside. We we did put our, we told the kids, hey guys, y'all go do your thing. Like go play, go do something. We have to work on these finances. And we had to hold each other accountable to work out our budget. Avery called it are y'all are y'all finished adulting yet? Yeah, no. <laughs> so basically, we came up with a budget, like exactly all of our fixed expenses, all of our variable expenses, and then we have our budget of how much we want to spend on groceries and food and entertainment for the week. And we decided on a number, and then we decided on our savings. And for that number that we decided on, this is where I've always messed up. I've always messed up because I would just get whatever we needed. Well, I would run out of the money because I wasn't paying attention. Well, I had this bright idea to get fake. Don't laugh at me. I still don't know about this idea, but go for it. Well, I don't think it's going to work. But it, it, <laughs> so what are you going to say for it? Well, I'm go because it brought me somewhere. So I had this bright idea to have like fake money and keep it in an envelope. And then every time, hold on there, buddy old pal. Every time you spend money, 
like out. Why are you hitting your head up against the mic? No, you know what? Don't answer that. Every time you spend money, you just take some of it out and put that money in the fake money in the spent pile. And the reason why we're using fake money here is because like Dave Ramsey, he says to get cash, but we're not using cash very much. We're using a credit card. So you're not feeling the spending. But if I had the fake money, which you can buy on Amazon, and then you start with your Actually Annie. looked really real. Yeah, it does. You have your little Annie envelope, and every time you spend, you just move it over to the next envelope. We went back to- I thought it was genius. Listen, folks, we're not very good at budgeting, but it's we've always had one. We're not in our 40s now learning how to handle money. I mean, we didn't get here from making that bad of decisions, but we did Dave Ramsey when we, we first got- a pride got, moment there? Was I, I did have a pride moment. Okay, I needed to rationalize yourself. just fine. Uh, hey, man, I don't okay. know. Okay. Really? Oh, sorry. <laughs> We had the Dave Ramsey system and you would have those envelopes on uh-huh. the closet door. Do you remember that? Well, actually. And we would put all of- Not toot my own horn hair. Did you already do that? Toot, toot. No, I did that before I ever even knew about Dave Ramsey. Oh, my bad. I waited tables and I made cash. And mm. so I had my, this was back when you paid your electricity bill at Kroger and your cable <laughs> at Kroger. So, but we would get my checks and I would cash them and then I'd bring them home and you'd put them in all of our. Well, that was after we were married, but before I was married to you and I worked waiting tables, you were lost. But then I became found. But I would write on each envelope okay, there's $100 for electricity and 50 for cable or whatever. And I would tack those envelopes to the wall. And then as I made my tips, I would fill up the envelopes. So once I filled up, the envelope that needed a hundred dollars, then I closed that one out. And then I would fill up the rest of the envelopes. And then I would have my saving envelope and then I would have like extra spending envelopes. And that's the good thing about cash is you that see is how much you cash. have and when it's gone, it's gone. But how many people are not accepting cash now? Cash is no longer And king. you don't get airline points for spending cash. So that's why we wanted to use the Amex charge. But the concept of it was still good. I just don't think it's really feasible or it, well it's also for a lifestyle it's also you you could look at your spent envelope and go wait what did i spend this on and completely forget well we were going to get them for the kids and we were going to teach them the envelope system oh. so they can understand and learn or we could just teach them how to write down and keep a log so that's what i that's that's where it brought I think me the to the money's better so i went over to amazon and i'm like okay i don't know how much to get or how many dollars this is in here blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to my office and I'm going to find a cute journal that I had that I haven't written in yet. And I found one that my mom got me for Christmas. And basically I just wrote at the top on the first page, I wrote the date and then I wrote that number of what our spending is. Why, why, why am I not allowed to even write in it? You cannot write in it because your handwriting is bad (laughs) and my handwriting is good and you will make it look ugly. So therefore, at the end of every day, I write in my pretty handwriting because you are a chicken scratcher. I'm going to come over and put some chicken scratch on there just to make you mad. Oh, I will tear the page out and rewrite the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so basically every day, I just look on my American Express app and I just see how much we've spent. And then I add it up on my calculator and then I just write down the total. So I know that for the week I have X amount of dollars or we have X amount of dollars to spend for frivolous, whatever, including groceries and restaurants. And then I subtract it out. And at the end of the week, however much we have left over is what? Extra 
Rollover minutes. Uh, it's right. it's AT and T rollover minutes. No, I, t- I called it singular because when you were oh, singular, yeah, singular, they had singular, the singular wireless. Ro- Remember when I worked at Singular Wireless? That was fun. You ran through your rollover minutes, and you actually went through all your allotment, and you were on probation. At I never had rollover minutes. Singular Wireless store because you would talk too much on your phone. I don't understand that. How that happened? <laughs> Maybe I just liked to converse and. Have conversation, so There's whatever. Three thousand minutes over your plan. Y- you know what? Month. We can move on, Trey. Okay. But anyway, well, there you I, go, folks. My, That's how plan, the castles handle their budget. <laughs> yeah, our, but sometimes don't it, have even but plan. sometimes it has to be old school. Yeah, I mean, it no. does. Think about it. In large corporations, these multi-million dollar corporations, there is somebody that is paying attention to every single dollar. And your house, your business, you're you're a family unit. You're you're running finances and keeping up with it. And I don't know. It has felt so freeing to know exactly what we've spent and how much we have left over from what we've budgeted. I wish I could do what my sister does. Man, that woman, she is regimented on her budget, like down to the pennies. Well, well that's who I got the idea from. She's also from. an accountant. She is an accountant. But that's who I got the idea from is to just yeah. write it down. Okay. So – I have to also say this. Trey and I have mentored a young lady who grew up in foster care and she's had a very, very rough life. And it's just her and her three girls, three little girls, one, three, and four. And she makes barely like $12 an hour. And that's if she can get to work because if there's no babysitter, sometimes the girls are sick, they won't let her go to daycare. So anyway, it's just, I've spent the past couple of days with her and it is so humbling to be in a position and it's it's a blessing for me. I feel blessed that we're able to mentor her and kind of take her under our wing and We've been doing this for the past couple of years, and we also recently asked the church for help too because it's more than what we can handle, and it's some things are just outside my scope, you know, or what our gifts are. But it really has hit my heart this week on some of the things that we spend money on that it's like, wow. I mean, here's somebody who couldn't even afford tampons or maxi pads and was using toilet paper. I mean, I know that's pretty graphic, but her her socks were terrible socks and giving her blisters, but and mismatched. Of course I wear mismatched, but it's just that the shoes were old. It's like, and this is how people live every day, every day. And we're complaining that we can't get our yard landscaped. Thank God we have a yard. I don't know. So that's just been really humbling. And I think it was- It has been. Perfect. Perfect timing. It was perfect timing. And I've been listening to a new book, and I was recommended this book by Leslie Luttrell. So thank you, Leslie. And it really hits to exactly where I feel like I feel like God has been working in me on my character and on my spirit so much. And I I said that back when we talked about my hair falling out. I said I feel like there's some sort of symbolic thing to all of this. I got to a point in my life where I kept trying to make goals for myself. I kept trying to pursue these dreams and it almost basically as if motherhood was not enough. Consumed you. As if being a wife and a mother to these three children that we were blessed with was not enough. And none of those things were ever fulfilling me. 
So I was constantly falling down. I was finding my value in having these big goals with my business, with my work, and I wasn't able to achieve them because I do have a family at home and it was causing me to have some resentment towards my kids or towards my family. And, but, and then I felt guilty for feeling the resentment and there was just this constant loop. And right now I feel like I am just for the first time in my life, like I'm not making goals. I'm just asking God where he wants me and using scripture as my guide for everything when it comes to being a mother, being a wife, and also ultimately to build the kingdom, God's kingdom here and for eternity. It's amazing that like right after I really truly prayed that humble prayer, my mentee reached out with some desperate and dire need. And we just hopped in the car this week and I told her, I said, if you want anything done in life, you're not going to get it done at home by yourself with your phone. Takes a village. And no computer. And she's got no computer. Her phone is not working and the phone's cracked. And all she has is that little tiny screen to fill out applications. I said, we've got to show up. We've got to show up and go to the apartment complexes to look for the Section 8 housing or get to the college to sign up for the classes, to get the financial aid and all these things. You just have to show up. And that was, like, I felt so fulfilled doing that and being with her and then coming home and then being the mom that I want to be and what I feel like God has led me to be. I love it. I think it's awesome. Okay. So that brings me to another point. My friend, Vanessa Banks. So Vanessa, if you're listening to this, hi, Vanessa. Vanessa told me one time, she said- Why does your voice get really high when you- Because that's what girls do. Okay. We Haven't you ever seen- Oh, you want me to do my Instagram, um, my no. Facebook live impression? Come on. My Facebook live impression. Okay. Ready? Ready? One, two, three. Hey, guys. I just wanted to come on here and- Oh, my God. Hey, Brenda. Um, I just wanted to come on here and say hi to y'all, um, and talk to y'all about something that's like been on my heart. Um, oh my gosh. Hey, Jill. How are you? How are the kids? No, you call me. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. What is this essential oil? Oh my God. I love this essential oil. Okay. I message me and I will get back to you. Okay. All right. So anyway, sorry, y'all. Oh my gosh. Please excuse my hair. Why? (laughs) My hair is... Just right. a mess right now. Can you now. please stop? Oh, okay, I'll stop. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good though, right? Hey, I've done pretty it. Damn We've annoying. all done it's, it. I hope you haven't done it. That is horrible. I know, but it is. Okay, what so. A bullet All right, head. so. Hey, Vanessa, what's up? What's up, girl? What's up, Vanessa? All right, so. Vanessa told me. Well, first off, I said, Vanessa, sometimes when I have my morning quiet time with God, I don't feel like. I'm in it. I'm too excited for the day. I want to get stuff done. And she said, that is the best time to just play music, like play some contemporary Christian music or whatever resonates with your soul. So I love contemporary Christian music. So the other morning, and I've done this a few times, I woke up early and I came downstairs and my instead of journaling, instead of reading, I just played music on my phone and I started cooking. Yeah, that was nice. How did you feel when you walked downstairs? So I missed the Google portal. We would always play the Contemporary Christian in the morning on low. And when you wake up, you have that the sound going in the morning. It's just on low. Yeah. 
And I've always enjoyed that. And I've always enjoyed that when the evening time comes, it's just calming. It's mellow. It wakes you up in the morning and it brings you down in the evening and just gives you some peace. Because the words in those songs, if you listen to them, it literally is like God speaking to you because they always resonate in the moment that they're supposed to. And they always bring you to the thought that you're supposed to see or hear. And it's so purposeful. I love it. I started doing that in 2011 when I took that KSPJ 30-day challenge. Oh, yeah. You listen to KSPJ for 30 days. I hadn't stopped. Yeah. I really enjoyed it because it brought us back to 143, April wind, Mm -hmm. in the kitchen, in the mornings and the evenings, Mm -hmm. when things were just slower and calmer and it was more intimate because it was a smaller house. And, you know, we were so thankful for being in there because we had come from, you know, where we were and it was, it was great. Well, I felt a huge, tremendous sense of peace that morning too. And kind of ran us a little too late because then I get a little excited about cooking, but I made a big old casserole. Oh my God. I I made, this is in the morning. So (laughs) I I love you cooking, but oh my God, you make a mess. I made an egg casserole with kale from our garden and eggs from our neighbor. Yep. And I made a pot roast. I made about seven or eight chicken breasts to freeze and for for lunches. I made a pasta salad and then I started marinating the, or brining the smoked salmon. This is like 6.45 in the morning, by the way. Yeah, it's 6.45 (laughs) in the morning and I'm at, uh, you know, go big or go home. (laughs) Just like, what in the hell? I think this is like an ADHD personality, which I never We're good for the week. You just can't help it. You just go all for it. But that was basically my food prep for the week. So that was a, a little nugget that I was going to bring for you today. And we've talked before about food prepping, and we talked about whenever I'm really doing great with Whole30 is food prepping your food just for the week. So even though you may not be actually making a set meal, you're just making some chicken, making some salmon, making some steak, putting them all in separate containers, then making a few different types of carbs, then cooking a few different types of vegetables. You mix and match them all week. You always have food available. Well, there's other ways to food prep too, and you can do that same thing, but instead of having it for the week, you make like four times as much, and then you freeze it. You might want to- Just don't forget that it's in there if you freeze it. Yes, don't forget. Well, you may want to do it on a smaller scale. Trey and I <laughs> you know, tend to do things on a larger scale, because, and that's probably possibly my fault. I, I mean, I would, maybe. I, I love how I get thrown in that, but you know- you and I, I don't I stop prep. you, so I guess I roll with you. Trey and I made 80 meals one week. We decided, oh, we're going to food prep. So we made 80 meals. I don't know how that happened. Excuse me, I'm we, sorry. It we was went 76. To, we went to, it was, yeah, it was 76, but we went to Costco. We bought the steaks. It just turned out to be that way. But so let me show you. Oh, and you. we just got our new grill. We got our new grill, the flat seared top grill. So, okay, here's how we did and it. And Avery left the freezer and door open and ruined half of them. Yes, she did. She left the freezer door open and that was insane. So you can freezer meals like the actual family mm-hmm. size meals or you can freeze meals that are individual portions. So if you go and buy chicken, fish, a steak, ground turkey, whatever. You just choose like four different meats and get a good amount of it. And then you cook them however you want. And maybe your chicken, you have some of them that are cooked like lemon pepper and some that are garlic, salt, and pepper. You just kind of can mix and match your seasonings. 
Then you would choose like four different types of vegetables, and then you would choose four different types of carbs. And then you're going to set everything out, cook it all, set it out, let it cool, and then you spoon them into your different individual containers, like your meal prep. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. You're like going in this whole detailed about food prep stuff. Because I get, because I'm, okay, listen, on our podcast, yes, we're just like, you know, talking about random free flowing today. We're free flowing, but I also wanted to talk about this too, because I also like to give something that is useful. So not just random stuff that nobody asked for. I wish nobody asked for (laughs) this. I don't think anybody asked for this, but it's very useful. Okay. So anyway, you're messing up my flow here. So you're going to cook all these meats, all these these vegetables, and and then you're going to freeze them. And all of these carbs, excuse me. Okay. You get the individual containers. You can get them on Amazon. You can get them on- Is it those on, black ones? Yes. It's the black ones with the lid. And they are microwavable. They are microwavable. Yes. But you're going to spoon everything into all the different containers with the proper serving size. You want to make sure that everything is cooled off and then you put the lid on and then you just stick them all in the freezer. When you're ready to eat them, each individual meal, you just pull it out either the night before- or the morning of, set it on the counter if it's the, the morning of, set it in the refrigerator if it's the night before. By the time you're ready to eat it for lunch, you can eat it cold if you are just like super cool like that, or you can heat it up in the microwave, or you can put it into a glass container and heat it in the oven, however you want to do it. But it's a fantastic way to meal prep. I love it. Okay. Thank you for sharing. Another way to meal prep. Oh, there's more. Another way to meal prep is once a week, cook a double portion so that you can freeze part of it. So, or freeze the double. Mm. So I was making pot roast this week and I- So good. I did. I made a good- The kids were like, me and the kids were like, what? Is this magical thing? They were like, what is it? This is the most amazing pot roast ever. And I was like, I used a mix. You followed the directions. What? I used a mix. It was, I, I normally don't like to use mixes because they have a lot of junk in Please them. Please use the mix. <laughs> the mix was so, so good. good. Okay. So it good. was Aldi. It was an Aldi pot roast mix. It's a liquid packet, so it's not a powder. But it says pot roast pub mix. So the kids not only ate all of their portions that night, but they helped clean the kitchen up because they wanted to do the prep and they made their lunches the next day with the same meal. I know. I know. Well, it was a win. So Avery ended up not taking it to school because I told her, I was like, I was actually going to. You took that away from her? Well, she said they were getting like, they, she was getting special gluten-free Got it. Dairy-free pizza. So she was excited about that. I was like, okay, well, you don't need it. Because I, the reason I made the double portion was so that this summer we're going camping mm. and we're going to go for three weeks in an RV. And I want to be able to bring all of these meals. So there's a lot of meals that you'll make that won't freeze well, but there's a lot of meals that will freeze well. So something like pot roast will freeze really, really well. And that works so good, the meal prepping on the the trips. Yes. We did that in Destin. So you freeze the pot roast and put it into a, like the freezer bags, like the sealing kind, the seal. Yeah. Press and seal. Not, not press and seal. No. Um, Zip lock. Shrink. Zip. Come vacuum sack. Vacuum you vacuum sack. sack. There it is. Yes. You vacuum sack them and then you write on them. And sometimes I write, taste disgusting, eat last. <laughs> or sometimes I wrote, absolutely amazing. Do not throw away. So... Oh. I'm collecting now. I'm starting my arsenal. Why would you even keep the taste disgusting? 
just in case I'm out of town, I need oh, to feed you. Good God. I'm just kidding. I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah, you would. So you can start your collection of having freezer meals. You can save them for a rainy day. You can bring them on your camping trip, whatever you want to do. So look on Pinterest for meals that freeze well. Okay. And then soups also freeze really, really well, by the way. And then the last way that I have a suggestion on meal prep, and we've done this many a times, is we've done freezer meals, but this is where everything is raw. It's not cooked. So for example, let's say that I wanted to make a freezer meal and it was fajita chicken, okay? I would take my raw chicken breasts, cut them up, put them in the freezer bag, pour in my salsa, add in the tomatoes. So you season them, do everything, and then you freeze them raw. Yes. And then when you're ready to cook them, then you just thaw them out, stick them in the crock pot. Got it. Okay. Okay. So there are a ton of meals that work really, really great for that. So look on Pinterest for that. So that's kind of my... My little tip on... Man, it helps. Everybody's got busy lifestyles. Everybody, mm-hmm. you know, is going and blowing. And if you don't put nutrition first, you don't get through the day as well. And you do a really good job of getting our family prepped because of all these techniques. So well, it thank works. You. Thank you. So that's all for today, folks. Yeah. That's it. That's all we got. That's all we got. Okay. All right. Well, y'all have a wonderful week and what? we'll talk to you... What? Did you have something else to say? No, I was going to say how amazing you looked. What What are these skirts you keep wearing? And ports skirts that are made with this beautiful like African wax fabric. And they import these skirts from Togo, Africa. And it supports the women in Togo, Africa. We went to the art festival and oh, last yeah. Saturday. And yeah. uh, I actually didn't want to go to that. And she forced me. And once I got there, I was good. Yeah, you're talking to everybody. I know. But you kept getting stopped. With the skirt that you were wearing. And every time yeah. you've worn one of those skirts, multiple women stop you and say, where'd you get that? And you, you're definitely a good promoter for it. Well, thanks. I love them. I think that skirts are a classic look that just never go out of style. Today, I'm wearing one that comes to my knees, but the other skirts that he's talking about, those ones go all the way down to the floor. <laughs> you and wanted me to walk behind her and hold it up like a princess? I did. I wanted Trey to walk <laughs> behind me and hold my skirt up in the back, but he just won't. Somebody just uh, tell him. It's not there yet. But anyway, I have a very colorful one on today and we'll post a picture about it on Facebook. There you go. And everybody keeps asking me. I'm kidding. That's, Stop that's it. what they say on Instagram. <laughs> All right. If you want these skirts, go to amycastles.com, scroll down and click fair trade skirts and then you'll see them. They're pretty amazing. There you go. All right. Have a nice day. Bye. Later. Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly. There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. 
These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com.